Hi, I'm Ricardo Deacon. Hi, I'm Artem Venus. Welcome to the Recommendation Game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to pick a movie that the other person hasn't seen. We watch it separately and meet to discuss it. You're listening to Dublin Digital Radio, and this week's film was chosen by Orla. Sure was. It is obviously from the Twin Teens. Yeah, whatever. You've enjoyed every single last one of them, so... Maybe not this one, but all the ones up to this point. <laughs> so uh, this week's film is Obvious Child. Uh, the synopsis is an immature, newly employed comic must navigate the murky waters of adulthood after her fling with a graduate student results in an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> I feel like you were very serious there until the very end. Unplanned pregnancy. Unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> is there any other kind? Well, Planned. So the movie, it is from 2014, directed by Gillian, Gillian, Gillian. I could, I mean, you never know, though, because I think yeah. Gillian Flynn is actually Gillian Flynn. Don't ask me why. So so Gillian Robespierre, which is like, you know, you can lose your head with a name it's like a name. that. <laughs> uh, produced by Elizabeth Holm, screenplay by Gillian Robespierre, story by Gillian Robespierre, Karen Main and Elizabeth Holm, based on Obvious Child by Anna Bing. Karen Main and Julian Robespierre, which is a short movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, based on. Yeah, like uh, I always find it hilarious that they technically have to do that, like Whiplash, yeah. because of like rights or whatever, because it could be like a different production company than the original movie. Yeah. But uh, it feels like when you reference yourself in an essay. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in 2012, I made this great statement. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is starring Jenny Slate, Jake Lacey, Gabby Hoffman, Gabe Liedman, Polly Draper, Richard Kind, and David Cross. Music by Chris Bordeaux. Now, this is not a Merlot. This this is not a Bordeaux. The Merlot. Uh, cinematography by Chris Teague, edited by Casey Brooks and Jacob Cravecroft. So, Orla, why did you pick Obvious Child? Um, happy fun abortion comedy. Uh, I was trying to think actually when I, I actually watched this first. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it was right when it came out, but I think it was around I think 2014. But I don't think it, it couldn't have been that much longer after it came out. And I don't remember how I found it or why I watched it or what, but it's always kind of, it's stuck a little bit in the, in the back of my head. And I was thinking about it uh, a lot recently because... There's been such a crop of, of like great female led TV shows and movies recently, particularly TV shows like we me and Eileen just finished um the second season of Fleabag, which is yeah. mwah, mwah, like it wah. I mean, the amount of gushing fucking articles that came out about that show in the way of like Dairy Girls as well, but it's one of those shows that, that truly lived up to the because like Fleabag is, is fantastic. Um and Russian Doll as well, which is, is just brilliant. Um uh, like them being the kind of the standouts but there's a lot of them like with Netflix and streaming and all that stuff a lot of like female like probably female led things are getting made which is really interesting because I think like I remember like a f- maybe like four or five years ago there was a kind of a trend of um kind of like having fucked up characters where you kind of like sort of taking a fucked up or like a damaged male character and just sort of changing the gender. Yeah. There was kind of a little bit of a trope of that with things like um, Love. Do you remember? Did you ever see that? With, yeah, the um, TV show. Yeah, where uh, it, that, that, that show... Trainwreck in particular. Y- yeah, is, uh, exactly. Like, where it's not... Act- you're not actually creating a, a, you know, a human woman. You're just kind of, yeah, yeah, damaged. Women can be damaged. And the way of kind of like... In the way, like, What's-His-Name, he wrote True Detective, wrote, like, fucking... Rachel McAdams' character in season two of True Detective, like, just... mm, Well, at the same time, uh, True Detective season two, there is, like, not a good thing in it. No, 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 no. He got a little bit better in the third season, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, But, yeah, and I remember remember listening to a podcast at the time where it felt felt counterproductive somehow. And now we've kind of come beyond that. Like, obviously, now this is post-Me Too movement, which is a fucking thing I hate saying, but it's true. Things have changed within like popular culture within the media within society if not if society itself hasn't changed at least how we're thinking about society has changed um yeah because i was thinking about like how this movie kind of fits into that conversation because obviously this is 2014 which it's not that long ago but this is very 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 pre me too and and like even 
like the resurgence of like anti-abortion and you know all the shit that's happened since 2014 i think it's, it's interesting to watch this film now um i think that because i worried that maybe this film wasn't going to hold up as, as how i remembered it and i think like what i like about this movie is that it's great at depicting like not just like you know what abortions are like but also sort of the whole situation around someone you know of like how the other people in your life deal with it and react to it and I just I think it it I think it handles it really interestingly because relationships are very sort of a, like central to the film and like the the various people within Donna's life and I don't think it would work if because we talk a lot about like supporting characters not feeling real not feeling well drawn and particularly in a movie that is so draw like so central around one person um, I think it's important that they're as as well as like they're they're very believable I think and. Uh, the big, the best example of this is the parents, um, because like at the start, like the contrasting dinner scenes that they have whenever she has like you know the biscotti, and then like you know and then she has the sushi and it's like with at the start at the setup of that you kind of think like oh it's the two parents and her mother is like anal and bitchy and her dad is cool and creative and mm, you know but it's it's it, there's going to be some kind of confrontation there of them playing against each other or whatever but there isn't. Um, like you can kind of see the history that exists there between why those people broke up you know why they maybe got together and why they had her and everything and how they both love her but they're just separate lives separate people now and you see that without ever having to be told anything which I think is really well done Uh, and like and each sort of relationship that she has with each parent is different but at the same time like you know they're they're very well shown like the, the still one of my favorite scenes in this movie is the puppet scene with the dad. <laughs> Did you have a bad dream? It's so good. Um, like and then like the scene with her mother whenever she goes into the bed, and you know because you think that like that you think that scene's gonna play it a different way, and then she gets into the bed. But at the same time, like it doesn't feel like saccharine or whatever because it's the way that Donna's like you know, I thought that you were going to be mad at me or whatever of like, you understand why she would feel that because, you know, you could understand the idea of like judgment of something like this happening to you because like, you know, her life is not together or whatever. And, uh, but then like also why her mother would react in that way that she's just like, no, 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 no. And then like her sharing her own story. And I think that's a really crucial thing about this movie of like other people tell talking about their experiences about abortion and how, so like giving her advice but being able to like emphasize with it and I think I think that it's really well done and I really like her friends as well like you know the way they talk to each other and like because I've seen this kind of like you know it's not just like grown-up Juno or whatever and like as much as I like Juno Juno's kind of a charming little thing you know it's been criticized a lot for the way the language in it and it doesn't bother me as much but there's a there's like there's an absence of that here because so much of this is about like how Donna deals with things through like like comedy and you know the way she talks to her friends like the humor and you feel like particularly with like her her best friend like you feel the time that they've spent together without having to be shown like photographs or like do you remember that time we did that Donna you know what I mean it's like you know this the scene whenever with the pregnancy test and everything that is so like they're very intimate and it feels very real which I really like and the fact that like you know the, the way she plays off her friends as well because it's like you know obviously like you know the dinner party scene is, is great because like you know her gay friend is just like you are scaring my dick off because <laughs> it's like you know her friend is right but at the same time Don is just like you're insane <laughs> like you know it's perfect because it just it kind of it's it's the three sides of it, it it just it works really well and I like that she doesn't just have these sort of like token friends that are there they sort of feel as if they have like their own existence or whatever um which is funny because I watched that fucking, um, what's the name of that uh, Rebel Wilson thing on Netflix? Isn't it romantic? Which is really not good at all. And there's a whole thing where she has this gay best friend and it's like, you know, oh, I don't have a life. It's like, how did you get here? I don't know. You know, it's like, that's not funny. Um, but yeah, like, I, re- I really like the, 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 the shared experiences of it and everything. Um, but then as well, like the way it handles like the abortion itself, because... Like the scene whenever she's like waiting for the pregnancy test and everything and she's like doing the bad thing in her head or whatever it's like you know even in this world where you know she lives in New York she knows she can go and get an abortion um you know like it's even like obviously there's like the money aspect of it but at the same time like she knows she can go to a doctor or whatever it's like 
still the thought that you might be pregnant when like you don't want to be that like the feeling of failure and like fear of it and everything and like I think that's very well handled because whenever like you know it's it's not flippant because even though she knows the decision that she wants to make you know pretty much immediately like it doesn't mean that it's an easy one or that it's not still a hard experience for her but at the same time it doesn't have that movie trope of like her at the end going no I'll keep the baby you know which is like Jesus no so mostly because uh, in like their move their films or shows or whatever where you know because that happens to people where they they make they realize that it's not what they want to do and they change their mind and that's completely you know what I mean like portraying that in a movie is not bad it's the way of that it becomes as if like you made the right moral decision yeah. you know and it's just it's counteracting everything else yeah this it, is not god is uh, yeah. not dead part 12 uh, yeah. starring kevin sorbo yep um <laughs> um i think as well uh which i didn't really think about whenever i was watching it but what i think actually kind of holds up well now is that um there's an interesting comment on how like women are treated in comedy as well um because you know after the whole fucking um obviously the whole louis ck thing and, and everything but even just of how what, what's the louis ck thing <sighs> let's date the podcast um <laughs> uh post me too post me too but um yeah of just like even you know of, like the scene with the kind of like creepy guy and it's kind of like funny or whatever and he's kind of you know it's, he's that fucking actor as well you know but at the same time the the scene that the the line that really gets me is whenever he's like you know why do we never hang out like this and she's like because i rejected you and you were being like the worst to me ever since and it's like that's so it that line captures so much there of how of like her being hampered in like getting gigs or her career or whatever because this guy was just like, oh holy fuck you you know like bitch I think that's so yeah even like how whenever she um, I don't think that scene's perfect or anything but like how she leaves that scene as well where she's just like I can't continue any more further down the road of this experience kind of thing um, it feels very appropriate and I think it's it's quite obviously Jenny Slate is a comedian um, I don't know anything about the woman who, who wrote this um, but uh, so she's I would imagine able to like you know understand probably you know understand situations like that of how difficult it is like particularly you know in the way of he's like you know, oh are you gonna do your like you know your usual routine you know and she's like yeah you know my routine where I talk about my life you know like a fucking male comic would but um, yeah I, th- I think it's it's interesting um I just it's just it's a very warm film um like uh, you know even just like the bookshop like the guy who runs the bookshop like you only see him once he has she has that one little interaction with him but you kind of like get the whole thing it's just like this because it's a really well placed actor it's just yeah, like what's the name of the bookstore oh, like it, offhand imperial, books or, oh, it's, yeah. it's fucking brilliant anti-imperialist off second-hand bookstore yeah. or something <laughs> it's like. fantastic um but yeah and then like you know the scene whenever uh like the dancing scene i think it's just it's the kind of thing you can only do in like you know a movie or a tv show like this that's just it's just like fun and like kind of it's like not un- it's not unnecessary because it's great and it's like a whole thing of like you know them together or whatever but it's like it's just such a fun scene and it's such a great song and i think the film earns the song as well which i think is like crucial but um I also like just forever and always I will be searching for a man who will warm butter for me. <laughs> oh, in the hands, yeah. <laughs> I love that song. What a crappy ass <laughs> restaurant that they go to as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, but chicken piccata. Um, yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, yeah, I think as well. I was thinking about this uh, yesterday. What I like about their relationship is of like the kind of development of it is how at the start he's very thrown by her humor because she's so like, yeah. you know, blatant and out there or whatever. And then kind of by the end of it, he's sort of like, he's kind of adapted to it a little bit where they're kind of building up a rapport and like the whole thing with the DMV and everything. And it's like, Oh, they've got little jokes now. And there's something really warm and believable about it. Like it's, it's, it's nice. You believe that like, yeah, I, I like that. Um, I like as well, like the, I think the discussion with her friends, the dinner party about whether or not she tells him, is really interesting of, of like of the two perspectives of that as well like you know everything is like inter- you know there's jokes interspersed all the time but it's like it's, it's an important thing to talk about and yeah. I like the way they handle that um, I do think I think the film is a grower like, like I think the scene of the boyfriend <laughs> mind out of the gutter guardian articles about sex Jesus um, but yeah the scene with the boyfriend at the start um 
I think it's a bit meh and like the phone calls and everything. It feels it's a little like, uh, but I think the film develops and I even like her her stand up and everything as well. Like I think it's funny as well. Like she is very funny. Jenny seems very likable, and I like in the way it, why it reminded me of Fleabag as well is that. Of how Fleabag deals with things. You've seen the first season, have you? No. Uh, okay, well, the way Fleabag deals with things is by making jokes because she's just incapable of having serious yeah. conversations constantly. But it's like quip, 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 quip all the time. Everything is a joke all the time. Quip pro quo. That doesn't count as anything. Um, yeah, <laughs> That's <and> anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like Jenny Slate. And uh, like she's very funny. She does a lot of voice acting and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just think she's really fab and... But I mean, like at the same time, like the scene when she's like crying in the doctor's office, or like the scene whenever he like holds her hand and stuff, and she like looks at him. Like I think she is a really good performer as well, of not just kind of like you know playing the stand-up, playing you know like kind of a version of herself in a way. So um, yeah, I just I think it's a really warm movie, and like I watched it last night, and I just even though like you know obviously it's dealing with something. Um, oh, the other thing as well is like obviously whenever this came out, it like there was that controversy around it because. Um, as I remember as well, I think in Mark Hermode's review, he was like, you know, like, this is going to get a lot of backlash because it's a movie about abortion, blah, blah, blah. But um, from looking at it now, I'm just like, I feel like if that movie came out now, it would be a fucking firestorm. <laughs> so I think that 2014 may have been a kind of a middle ground calming time when yeah. movies like this could kind of sneak out and not quite, you know, obviously getting backlash from the most extreme people. Well, but I, I think also that the movie wouldn't have been as... Uh whatchamacallit, soft as it is, because otherwise, like, if it came out nowadays, it'd also be made as a film with a mission. Yeah, and because that's, everything that's what is kind I, of politi- that's politicized. That's kind of what I like about this as well, that it doesn't feel like an issues movie. It's, you know what I mean? It's it's a small story, you know, it's not, it's just about Donna having to fucking get through this thing, and then hopefully, out the, you know, she get out the other side, and, you know, like maybe she's met this great guy at the same time. You know what I mean? I, I really like that about it, and... Even just the way it deals with, like, how she deals in her comedy about, like, just, like, ridiculous female things about, like, underwear and stuff. and Like, it's just, it's brilliant because you're like that, you know, and still no one talks about that stuff. And it's, you know, it's just great. It's, yeah, it kind of, the movie warms my heart a lot. And, uh, no, I don't think, it wasn't really well, very well seen or anything. I don't really know anybody who's yeah. seen it. So, um, yeah, so what'd you reckon? Well, I've seen it now. Yay! Uh, it's a movie that is not an issues movie, but it's a movie with issues. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, same time, uh, just as a clarification for everybody, like as I sometimes do or criticize the movie a lot, but uh, <laughs> I think that um, compared this to, let's say, to all the boys I loved before, whatever the the fuck that piece of shit was called. <gasps> You liked bits of that. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Bits of that. Don't but, retrospect this shit. I remember that. Yeah, but Claire the, will never forgive you though. Heck yeah, care. but the thing is that, like, I think that in memory, like, the the good bits kind of faded away. Yeah, and, whatever. Uh, I watched like, that again for the fourth time, and I loved every minute of it. Uh, but Peter forever. This movie perhaps it has more issues, perhaps, and I'll get into it, but. As overall, because it has a much better feeling and focus on mm. even the issues that it has are not structural. I feel mm. uh, that it works out that it 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 goes beyond that. So, like, I did really enjoy it uh, as a movie. Also, I had to watch it twice <laughs> because <laughs> did you uh, fall asleep? Uh, I had to. Well, like, I watched it one and a half times. Uh, the second time, I was just uh, scrolling through it. Because I watched it last Sunday, and I uh, be, prior to that uh, I had a, a production meeting slash drinks with <laughs> with James with James Vanderbilt yeah, never uh, friend of the pod James uh, me Alex <laughs> and James had a few points Aww. and then uh, wasn't invited and then uh, well like it was just a production kind That's of thing fine. and then uh, afterwards like we we. Uh, we when um, me and Alex watched the movie and I was uh, drunk, I'd say yes. <laughs> and to be honest, it's like watching it the second time. Uh, like the second time, like browsing through it, I was like, Jesus, I didn't pick up all these issues the first time. Because it <laughs> oh, kind of no. like the, the emotion, like because I was drunk enough not to 
really pay attention to the movie so but that's the key but pay attention Get him drunk. so it, it left me like in a really good place let's say um but like it's kind of that i was able to look past a few things that uh okay and also i think that it was like because it is a warm movie and also like watching that kind of movie with somebody like your girlfriend yeah like it's yeah. Uh, it's better than like if i was sitting uh in my kitchen alone just watching it on the laptop it'd be kind of different kind of experience you know yeah the um, you know you can go like oh like you know like the butter scene no like i swear to god the end and whenever he says do you want to watch a movie yeah Always. like uh oh, guys the thing is the uh like it uh, compared like what you said oh juno kind of thing um uh, the reason why this movie, let's say Juno, is a better structured movie. Yeah. Uh, but my my biggest gripe with Juno uh, has been always that the most interesting characters and the best characters are not the main characters. Yeah. Like J.K. Simmons and uh, the mother, yeah. and then uh, the like was it Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman yeah. and uh, and. Uh, oh, uh, it's fucking what's her name? Fucking um, Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. Yeah uh the those are the most interesting bits because they're like the ones that ring true yeah and the other bits it's kind of like movie kind of thing uh i think that tonally this movie is able to maintain uh, a more straight line because it always like it's the point of your jenny slate kind of thing mm. um but from the the first uh like even when uh, i was uh twisted watching it uh like it is um like even masters of none is better shot than this movie you know what i mean it's like as in like for, bother me uh it's kind of the like when you have uh such a like especially when you have like new york or like clubs I and stuff like that i did think about that earlier that it's not a great portrayal of new york cinematically no, not of new york and even the scene kind of thing it mm. just feels like even though it was shot in new york as well it feels yeah. like it is like fucking trying to hide that it's toronto or like <laughs> kansas city or yeah. something oh my god every you know? netflix everything on netflix yeah. that's made by netflix is shot it's, in it's vancouver all, yeah i swear it's all bc it's fucking hilarious but the thing is that like with that uh aspect of the movie it was kind of like uh i was slightly disappointed because like i love new york so much and i think that like even though i've never been yeah but i think that like it's have. so cinematically adaptable for whatever you want you know yeah. like uh, yeah even uh, what was the in jackson heights or whatever you can just oh, like point yes. the camera anywhere and if you point it like somewhere something is happening yeah so like i think that it's lacking a texture in a way that the movie really would have benefited from because it is her life like that mm. uh even like not to like hammer it's on the lot, point or whatever but interiors this movie yeah yeah and also it's like even in the portrayal of her life it's like even the uh, when you see the something like inside the actor studio or mm. uh dp30 that I always mentioned the 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 channel uh, the YouTube you channel. You always mention, and then you say, "I always mention." Yeah, is that when you see I like? I did watch the one that you sent me. Oh yeah, the the Paul Dana yeah, one. It's really good, isn't it's really it? Really good. The, That's badly shot, though. Yeah, yeah, like it's, <laughs> they're terribly shot, but like they're, it's beyond the point. You just yeah, want the yeah. the interviews. It's very uh, relaxed. And then, the thing is that like you see like loads of actors just talking about when they were like broke, broke, you know, like as in I'm going to have to sell plasma to like make the bills kind of thing <laughs> yeah. because it's America as well. And since she's in that position as well, mm. but it never, even though she has the, the, the backup of the mother and the dad and all that, mm. uh, I think that considering that it is like kind of a full portrayal of uh, being a female comic in New York, mm. that like that struggle is real let's say yeah and not everybody has that backup as yeah. well and i think that uh perhaps even like the the like little thing like the um if her uh, roommate or housemate comes in and it's like brings chinese and it's like oh you got me chinese so it's like i oh, know that you can't feed yourself so yeah. here's some food kind of thing Eileen. yeah <laughs> so exactly like you know what i mean that it's uh that's only for me <laughs> yeah that, like a few years ago when you were struggling and it, it, that popped in my head that it's like uh uh it was missing one a few of those like 
since it brings attention to itself yeah it kind of forgets that she's completely broke that it's like yeah five hundred dollars is a lot of money but uh, especially for somebody who just lost her job etc but yeah. it's like new york rents kind of thing yeah you know it's kind of like i think that if that happened to me the position i would have been a little bit more focused on a little you know like even but not make it into a big plot i think yeah. it would have added to the texture of the movie mm, yeah i'd agree uh, with that yeah I think also that uh, the like even though like Jenny Slate is great in the movie and to be honest like I hadn't seen the credits or whatever the the movie I just had figured that she was like writer di- director or that she wrote the movie the same mm. way as like uh your my like uh, the big sick that he wrote the screenplay yeah, because yeah, it felt very personal his kind of thing. Self. I love that yeah. movie. And uh, I think Zoe Kazan also with that movie. Yeah. Married to Paul Dano. And I think that the the that that film has this similar issue that I think that this movie has, mm-hmm. and uh, Mrs. Maisel has as well the TV show. Oh, I've uh, never seen Mrs. Maisel. Uh, actually. Like I really like the uh, the TV show Mrs. Maisel. It's like it's really great. I really like her though. She's great. yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, I I I do like it, but it runs into the same problem. Uh, that like the supposedly funny stand up is not funny at all, and then. <laughs> In this case, it, it's the same as when you see a movie about a band. Yeah. The reason why almost it was famous is amazing is because yeah. their music yeah. Is, yeah. is fantastic. Actually is. And then the actual soundtrack is amazing yeah. as well. But it fits with their, yeah, because yeah. they're Zeppelin, basically. But, like, if you ha- you have so many other good movies about bands, yeah. it's, like, why those movies, like, Inside Lewin Davis and stuff, that are, mm. like, great because he's a great musician. And mm. just because he's, like, struggling is beyond the point. Yeah. Because it shows how find the line between failure and success is yeah and uh, i think like in this it kind of gets away because like once she's bombing yeah and then like the other one is like kind of amusing but at the same time it's like it is a pretty big club in new york and she has a continuous spot yeah always and it's a doggy dog world there like uh, even though like her friend is the mc all the yeah. time but there's so many like you know i'm just gonna go in and not be prepared for my gig and see if something funny comes out mm. that uh we well work i out. don't get that vibe from her then no like i not getting I, the vibe I do where... i do kind of agree with you though that it's not it's not like yeah and actually the big sick is the best example of that because his is not funny either yeah and like he's funny in real life yeah. it's kind of because they're and trying to like do the her, two things her as well like just as the character in the movie i think is funnier than her stand-up is yeah yeah and that's what I, I, I feel that is like, uh, I think that the, the problem both parts is that they try always to use the stand up for storytelling purposes. Yeah. When also in it doesn't run into the issue with Mrs. Maisel that is like she's not funny. Yeah. When she's on yeah, stage. I was wondering she's how... funny everywhere else. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time, it's like the time of comedy that is like Lenny Bruce and stuff that he's not funny either. But it's just because pushing boundaries because they're just discovering what stand up is and stuff like that. Mm. But at the same time, it's kind of weird when people keep saying how funny somebody is. Yeah. And then it's I, they like, don't really do that in this movie, though. I no. think as well, this movie probably gets away with it a little bit more because um, obviously, like in the big sick, that's based on his life. Yeah. You know that he becomes a big comic. Whereas in this, there's no real... The movie's not like sort of like making you believe that she's gonna make it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, like uh, I, that's well, why I get I, what I, you mean with the the like you know that she has the slot and it's kind of a big club yeah. and you know yeah I kind of get that. It's like in the way of how Studio Sixty nothing is funny. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it's and it kind of kill. And the thing is that except Dolphin Garrett, that's great. And the bit when she is talking about the underwear, mm. I I found that like I chuckled. Yeah, yeah, you chuckle, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. the thing is that the, the problem is that then everything is about the plot of the movie, even yeah. in the stand-up. And then it's like show, don't tell kind of thing as well. Mm. And I think like it was really good. Like, for example, I think that it's great like that she's able to, like she does what any male comic does to tell about her life and stuff. Yeah. But I think that it loses somewhat the power of when she's talking about the abortion. Mm. Because she always talks about everything on stage. 
I think that that would be awful, though, if she suddenly started talking about the abortion. I think that would be a terrible scene. Yeah, like... If, if, if you know what I mean, if she was just yeah. like, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of a comic that doesn't talk about their life. Um, and then suddenly has yeah. this big emotional breakthrough. Not, I don't think that not would an work. emotional break. No, like, but, but but not go as far. Let's say, because even yeah, like is that even co- male comics that only do the uh, things about their lives kind of thing. Yeah, is still a curated version of their life. Mm. Well, in this it, and the it, way of like John Mulaney or someone, yeah, where, like he's telling real stories, but he's telling them in this very precise yeah. manner. And it's also like kind of uh, precise and also. Telling it about like the 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 idea. That's why the Louis C.K. thing is so problematic. Mm. Is that because he portrayed himself as the like if he if he had been like fucking Jim Jeffries, that is just a fucked up dude. Yeah, it would have been like easier to get over it because he hadn't portrayed himself for like ten years as like as somebody that is on your side kind yeah. of thing. And I think not not necessarily to tone it down either, mm. but it, it's more that like. Even would have been interesting that uh, that she got the real life letter of the boyfriend breaking up with her, yeah, and then go somewhere beyond just saying what happened, yeah, that you just saw kind of thing, and then when she says about the abortions, it becomes a little bit more real, not suddenly this breakthrough. I'm not saying that, but I, I kind of the if it had been like slightly different, that you only you as an audience because you know her outside mm. the stage. They know that there's a little difference because there is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does feel a bit different, though. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they rely a little bit too much on shots of her friends in the audience. Yeah. Maybe that, like, her... Yeah. And but also, at the same time, it does feel different. I yeah, think. like, and it, it was... Nice. But I get, I get what you mean, yeah. Like, and I think it's also because he's there. Yeah. And I think that, like, her coming out with what she said and also, like, the little pause, it worked. I think this that scene in itself didn't need to change. Mm. I think the, 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 before the before kind of thing yeah. would have been, like, just her to keep... opening. You see, this is yeah. the, my major, like, my problem with, like, what I'm saying, this movie is a grower. I don't enjoy the opening scene. I don't yeah. think it works. No, like, I, I, I re- like, the th- that's the thing that this movie when it works it really works yeah and it bypasses all the the scenes that i really didn't uh i really particularly didn't enjoy that in other movies it would have derailed it yeah and the reason that i watched it the second time mm. was just to make sure that it wasn't just a drink speaking <laughs> you know that i was like oh yeah. i'm letting you away with it is that i think that the, the, i think that the movie should have started with like the like a properly good stand-up routine the same mm-hmm. as like the status quo you know like any movie that you have like how things are before they change yeah and i think that because we don't have uh that in particular kind of thing the i don't know it, it, it's also that kind of thing that like if you're doing that comment about like women in comedy mm. i think that would have been more interesting as well that if it's somebody that could be making it Mm. but it's just not given the because she's yeah, too like yeah like i don't think that the comedy is not valid just because it doesn't seem like she's gonna make it though no it's, it's <laughs> not that it's not valid but i think there yeah. would have been more point not that being yeah. making it See, making I, it I, you gotta think as well like we were saying about the fact that you know what i mean this is being made like you know five years ago yeah so but like but these but things the are still is, there yeah the comment is there but it's not and i like honestly i'm kind of happy that it's not as pointed as that no, but like i think that the like because uh not just because of the me too kind of thing it's uh, yeah, probably but, from yeah. uh listening to a lot of mark maron because every time that they get wow. comics on uh, they talk about like the, <laughs> sure you like mark the maron, scenes even though and stuff like such that great guests. yeah but like uh, uh, like him or not like when they're talking about like the comedy scene yeah it's really interesting they they really go into it and the the biggest problem both for male and female comedians is the comedy club kind of yeah. empire or whatever the yeah like the uh, how you have to please the owner of the club kind of thing to to have it and the owner of the club is never present in this in this film mm. and i think that is yeah. like the the, yeah. the 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 way that she's treated let's say the david cross character yeah i think it would have been more interesting that like he's like a fuck up and because he's playing the small club let's say get him to show up and he's a big fish in a small club mm. and he bombs but he's still treated like a king by yeah. the owner of the club funny yeah. because it's the name you can put in marquee that he shows up and she kills it 
but he's like you know when she's mm-hmm. like oh you don't have a spot tonight or whatever yeah that she missed the spot or whatever but if it was more pointedly because mm-hmm. it is yeah, the, okay. the the shittiness or whatever i just think that i don't know it's like loads of little things that it's almost there and because everything is so like pointed and mm-hmm. precise in the in the film that i just wanted to like, I know that it's happening in the background. Yeah, kind of like, thing. turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. same way as her relationship with her friend. Yeah. That you don't need to spell it out. Yeah. The relationship is just there, is lovely. You have that depth and kind of just, precision. And never, I just, I love the way they talk to each other yeah. as well. And even whenever she, like, makes the, because, like, you know, oh, you're going to kill it. And she's like, do not tomorrow. It's yeah. like, it's so perfect. It's like yeah. the way that you can only talk to your, like, best yeah. friend in that way, you know, and like, oh, well, it was just so well done. And, uh, but, like, I think that, like, again, like, these are very minor things that mm. I'm saying. It's just perhaps with uh, background, but also, like, just because, I find it so interesting that I wanted the, the, the film to be as well because it, it's really short and it plops a lot long. Yeah. Again, it's a movie that if you put like 10 minutes more in the movie, but like yeah. with that, it would have probably fixed all yeah. your problems. Yeah. Uh, the It's one, again, it's always a good issue to have with a film that is like, oh, I wanted more. Yeah. Like not more of like, oh, I wanted to feel more. It's like, I wanted to be like, oh, that, show me more about the that, life in kind that of thing. world, yeah. Uh, the only like two real issues with the movie that I had that is not like just me kind of thing that I know that I, I, I'm I like that uh, is that you um, the David Cross scene I hate it yeah and mainly because I don't have a problem with movies having characters make bad decisions especially when they're like fuck ups like Jenny Slade's yeah. character is because you go along with it like, because they're fuck-ups or whatever. But, like, especially because of that line that it is a good line. Yeah. The oh, the reason we don't hang around together is because uh, I, mm. uh, I you made a move and I rejected you and you've been the shittiest or whatever. Like, I, in nowhere in the entire movie, I can imagine her going back to, her fl- to his apartment. Mm. Because you know that that's going to happen. And also, I think that would have been perhaps even better if it was like slightly more fucking subtle than him just going off and coming back like naked it was as if yeah he was like plopped in from another film or something and i know that that guy can do more than just that character as well but even if it is that character like because for in that scene it's like she's still donna yeah you know what i mean and he's like something else and it just yeah and also like even if like he's something else but it just be like uncomfortable that she knows where this is going and yeah. she goes like oh no this is a bad decision yeah not to make it like oh look uh, let's have sex and yeah. be naked together yeah it was just uh, yeah, it like was... in a movie that deals with even abortion in a very subtle way mm. suddenly like it, and also like it, it became that I like I know the point that is saying again mm. and I agree yeah, with like the point yeah the point is good and even like the idea of that character is good but yeah. it's just the way the way when it gets down to it, he's like sitting on the bed. The way that's executed is not great. Yeah. And yeah, no, I do agree with that as well. And it kind of feels like a bit of a waste of him yeah. because he's obviously very yeah. funny as an actor, as yeah. a performer. But he is able, you know what I mean? Like it just. And also, it, 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 like I think that like he ends up coming across as just a goofball. When yeah, uh, when it, it would have it would have been more, more menacing kind of thing. Yeah, that not, she... not even like menacing necessarily, but like just. Like the full weight of the just the bad decision that it is to be in that yeah. apartment, and like but, just feeling uncomfortable and needing to leave. But and you don't, you're more just like, oh, this kooky guy, gotta get away from. And him. also and, because she doesn't give him any signals. Yeah, it would have been like even like being like that. That let's say they get like a lot drunker and they're just like in the bed lying down listening to music because it's a studio apartment or whatever. Yeah, like, I think that scene should have been longer to yeah. be honest, and even the fact because. Obviously, it's such a big deal for her. And then, like, she runs off and she realizes the mistake she's made. Yeah. But if it had just run a little bit more yeah. so that you actually... Because you feel... I feel like she's not there long enough for you to feel the full weight yeah. of that bad decision. And the, But my my biggest gripe with the movie... Okay. Is, like, we've talked today about coincidence when it comes to relationships and stuff like that. That you have to have a bit of, like, coincidence for any relationship yeah. to happen kind of thing. 
but at the same time it's like there's a little like and i've criticized other movies for this yeah him turning it, up at the flat but yeah. like he turns up at the flat he turns up just when she's leaving yeah. with him he turns up right before yeah, she gives the abortion speech over and over it's yeah. like how many like the sense mm-hmm. of timing of this guy is unbelievable like yeah, he, he feel... works perfectly for the plot and also then that becomes that he is like everybody else in the movie is so well drawn yeah and i think that there was an opportunity to make him more than just like the nice guy yeah i i, th- I think it's carried because i really like that actor yeah like you know of their finest and various other films yeah. what else is he in like he's in the office and, yeah uh, i really like that guy though yeah. and i feel like they have a lot of chemistry as well and he sort of brings something to it. But as yeah. that character is on paper, there's not a yeah. whole lot to it. He's kind of just like... And like in the first meeting, it's fine for him to be like the charming, you know, Midwestern guy or wherever he's from. Where is he from? Kansas or something. I don't know. No. Oklahoma. He might be from Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, no, where is he from? I can't remember. Um, you know, like he just comes across as somebody that like... And I d- did like how uh, he says that line that... It's like, oh yeah, your mom is like that. He's the guy that reveals how his her mom is. But again, it's like fucking. What are the coincidences? Yeah, again? no, fucking, I I do agree with that, and yeah, like, cause I have no problem with like him being that you know, like, cause some people are just nice, but at the same time, like, there needs to be like a, just he just needed a little bit more and less plot contrivance yeah. too, because like in the end, I think it's very very well done because yeah. it's like. She doesn't need him yeah. to take her to the clinic. It's just fucking nice that yeah. he turned up to do it. Yeah, I like you know? that because it was the... But I get... Like, and I get... This time, uh, it wasn't contrived because he knows when she's going. Yeah. So it's a, a okay moment to show up kind of thing. And even the other times, it's kind of like... It's no problem that if he was at the gig because he yeah. knows that she's always on the same slot. Yeah, but it's the but showing, it's just showing yeah, up in that just moment. It's not necessary. But yeah. also, what it, it takes is like the agency out of the character that it, like yeah. that it would have been like such a uh, like if it if it required more of an effort on his part to be part of her life. Yeah, you know, for example, like if he didn't show up with the like for the the book kind of thing. Mm. To, to return whatever that he's just <laughs> like that she's like the first scream was me screaming and the second scream was the scream of my first scream like <laughs> it is carried because they have a lot of chemistry great performances and I mean like just I mean that dancing scene alone like he's so yeah. cute they're so cute together yeah like, it's but yeah I do agree that there there's just something lacking there and I think that in another movie where like the two performances and also like where the characters weren't even just the way that their relationship plays out it could have been really problematic because yeah. you know it could have been dead weight it could have felt um it could have felt as a sort of a like savior thing or whatever so yeah. i think in this movie it gets away with it but it could have because like him just having a little bit more texture yeah <laughs> would have added so much to it because it's all they're already great yeah so yeah i do agree with that and the the movie is a little bit too nice if you to Jenny Slate's character, uh, to because maybe like, in the n- end, yeah. yeah well, then nobody really like you know. Uh, I think that you're maybe just still a little bit hung up on the poverty thing. No, not the the, the the that's a different kind of okay. uh, kettle of fish kind of thing. That's more like because of the the scene, the comedy yeah, scene or yeah, whatever yeah. that it, like perhaps is not a movie that required that, but it's just because I'm so interested in comedy mm. scene and like. Since it is a movie portraying that, I thought that it would be like a good opportunity for yeah. those aspects to be explored. But I think it's more that like at no point somebody goes like, oh, you don't fucked up or kind of. <laughs> but but not about uh, the abortion necessarily. Is that when you're like in that state of mind, you make mistakes even with your friends because you're. You know, well, you get a little bit of that with her mom, where she's kind of like, you know, where she's doing the thing where, you know, it, when you're that person and your mom's like, you know, what about this? What are you like? Oh, you're you're nearly thirty. I love that. And she's like, I'm a couple of years off thirty, and I'm like, <sighs> preach. Um, <laughs> couple, couple, yeah. two is couple. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you get a little bit of, of the kind of like, you know, come on now, you know, like, yeah. you know, what are you doing with your life, kind of thing. But the mom comes out that no matter what she would be doing, she the mom would still yeah. be doing that. So it's just like the dynamic of the mom. Yeah. 
Yeah. But at the same time, it's like she comes across as somebody like a good mom. And I like that as well. Like mm. not criticizing that. Like even in that scene. So what were you looking for then? Uh, it's more like, you know, like even with her friend or something. Not like not a, necessarily like a spat or something. But more that like she does something that like she oversteps a line. And even if nobody. But the thing about like because the mistakes she's making mostly are like things that are her own fuck-ups yeah. rather than like she's not you know I, I think that if there was something where she suddenly said something really shitty to her friend or something i don't think i would believe that no but like the thing is that for me in my opinion at least like where mm. you can disagree with this i'll discard it is that when we like everybody that i've met that has gone through like a really stressful period for whatever reason that it can be a breakup or yeah or, you or have a losing a point. job yeah. or uh not even losing a job that you're like particular tough project deadline coming up mm. in college or whatever Things and there's suffer. always like something like you do something mm. like i do it i think everybody does it that your friends and that's why it makes this friendship even stronger mm. because your friends stick by you even though you're treating them like shit <laughs> you know what i mean and I think Have that, I ever done that to you? Yeah. But like but it like but not in a bad <laughs> oh, way. Oh, I'm sorry. But but not in a bad way and not even like uh uh, uh necessarily You've done it to me. Yeah, I've done it to you as well. Like when I was really. when I was going through a bad patch that I didn't tell anybody and didn't see anybody and I mm. didn't see you for a couple months. That was like really shady friend thing. And we talked about afterwards, it's like, yeah, we stopped hanging around. What, what the fuck was up with that or whatever? And I told you. Mm. And it's stuff like that, that you're not really like being mean to somebody. Mm. But like you're yeah. you make a decision that it, even like if it is like two seconds or whatever, mm. that um, I just feel that it's like, I don't All know. All these like, things are going wrong in her life, but. But like nothing really like uh, yeah. and it, it didn't need to be like a thing. Yeah. I just thought that like. Just would have been again like a well, I little. In the movie, the thing that that is is her choosing to go off with your man, rather than staying with nice man. Yeah, but like they're not even together. Yeah, but still, in the moment, it feels like a shitty thing to do because your yeah, man is but like. Yeah, but like, but at the same time, it's a shitty thing to do. But again, I already discussed that I don't believe that she would have gotten into the car to yeah. begin with. So that whole scene is tainted. Okay, fair enough. I, I definitely agree. Like, there are things that if this movie just a little bit like it would have been so brilliant. Yeah. But still, there are so many good things that it just it's carried through. I don't know. It's kind of like, again, I don't know. Like, when you're saying a fleabag that I really want to watch it oh. or whatever. Is that... It's so short as well. That's like, it's mercifully short in this era of... But like the catastrophe that I only watched one Aww. one I've only seen the first two episodes oh and I watched it with it Eileen. It only gets better. It's so good. But the way that they deal in that movie with a uh, on plan uh, that yeah. TV show, obviously they have more time or whatever. Mm. But it felt like more complete. Even yeah. like them as people are like, okay, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah, or whatever. well, like them as characters with every other side yeah. character in that movie as well, or in that show. Like, yeah. it's awful. Even like when Rob so Delaney good. comes out and has the first cigarette that yeah. he's had in ages because they're like pretending or whatever. So, like, not to say that this needed to be catastrophe. Yeah. But is that like I've seen it done even perfectly that, as well? Even that you're comparing it to catastrophe, though, I think is a good sign because catastrophe. Yeah. Actually, I forgot about catastrophe even because obviously, like, that's, you know, a two player or whatever but at the same time like Sharon Horgan is amazing yeah. and is it should be up there and when we talk about things like Fleabag because yeah. like oh god TV is so good right now yeah <laughs> I think romantic comedy is, is the, the one genre that worked better under the studio system mm. I think uh, <laughs> uh, because like all the classics of romantic comedies came from like the room like uh, all those things that haven't aged well, Ricardo. <laughs> well, like not, they haven't aged well because of fucking uh, how sexual politics have changed. Society. But like uh, the the films themselves hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Basically, just, everything Nori Afron has written. Yeah, but like, like that's the thing is that if you watch it when you've Harry met Sally, yeah, you've got mail. It's has really not, it's really has fucked not up. aged well, and yet 
yeah, still yeah. a great movie. Like it's the the thing is like even uh, it's really rare for something like fucking has to be something like fucking it happened one night for it to still be able to yeah. even all this. And years. to be fair, like I think movies that, like romantic comedies that came out ten years ago yeah. have aged worse than You've Got Mail. Oh yeah, like and that's the <laughs> thing is that like not to say the. Uh, like anything the studios went overboard and uh, between 1999 and 2010 mm. like the Matthew McConaughey mm. era uh, whatever it's funny and Ben Affleck and stuff like that has yeah. sort of uh... <laughs> like um, whitewashed uh, like... flattened somewhat but, um... but the thing is that that whole part obviously not saying that every studio uh, romantic comedy uh, worked but I think it's that the, the the slight like glossiness or shine, mm. but also because uh, scripts were like hammered down to be perfect, mm. and now because you go like okay, we have trim to shoot fat, when we have the, the money. Fat, trim the fat, yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's yeah, I know. Well, within like the indie kind of yeah. system, let's say, which is different as well. Like for this kind of movie, even to say like the kind of like the Netflix sort of model of yeah. filmmaking is different again. But yeah, yeah, it is interesting. 2014 is a kind of a weird sort of middle time as well. Yeah, that like even like something like Nora Ephron, they'd be like, oh yeah, here you have two years to write this script, and we're shooting in the 1988. (laughs) Let's say you know, now it's like, oh yeah, oh you wrote one draft of the script, yeah, uh, we'll make it put it on Netflix, Uh, (laughs) and then you do a couple of drafts because you have to shoot in two months and cast and like location (laughs) scout or whatever. It's okay, just use all the Netflix players. (laughs) Yeah, because I think that, like, in a way, uh, the... We'll shoot in Vancouver. Yeah, precisely. And I think that, I don't know, like, uh, it makes it um, not better or worse. I think that it would have been, like, a nice combination having the time and the budget to make the movies that way, Mm. but telling the stories that these people are telling. Yeah. You know, it's, again, the death of the mid-budget movie Mm. saddens me uh, tremendously. Well, we'll see how it all shakes out. Ricardo. What was your favorite thing? Uh, yeah, my favorite thing. Well, I think it's Jenny Slate. Like, mm. uh, I think that like she carries the movie. Like, all is that every single relationship is being played of her character. Mm. Uh, is like, and also is it would have been a very easy annoying performance. Yeah. Or a very easy over the top mm. would have been uh, not only annoying or whatever. Like it's. Not, it sounds sexist, but like even if it was a male character, when you have somebody that like the entire plot is about me, 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 me. Yeah. Like uh, uh, constantly uh, making jokes about what everything all the time like that. On paper, that sounds awful. <laughs> like, yeah. But she like she does like she has such charisma. Yeah. And like it's this word that is never used to describe women, and, but she has such fucking charisma and uh, just as a screen presence and even like. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, I heard a podcast interview with her, like, a good while yeah. ago, because I don't know what she's done recently, but, um, because she does, like, these little weird YouTube animation yeah. things with her husband, I think, um, and, uh, just her in an interview setting, even, like, she's just, like, quick, 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 like, she's just so charming and funny and I think that the, the very the, likable, like, screen presence. The most important part in this is that, like, not only is she charismatic, but uh, there's an intelligence there as well. Yeah. And I think that, again, uh, unfortunately, in, like, even movies written by women, yeah. because of what the supposed market is, mm. you miss that part, you know? it's Or it's kind of, like, just, like, oh becomes like <laughs> later her tw- later term Aaron Sorkin yeah or it turns into like the quirk look how quirky she is mm. she's smart like if being smart is a quirky thing and mm. I think that it's she's able to carry it even in like her eyes like she's a very like um ocular performance <laughs> <laughs> ocular rift what's um, your your favorite thing uh, oh, Jenny Slate as well. I think, yeah. No, I think I think you're right. And um, uh, yeah, it's when you kind of scrape her, like, cause she's like loud, and she, you know, she has like her mad voice, and you know, she's but there, I just she's very engaging, and like when you see her in other things as well, and you hear her talking and everything, like she's just like it's it's the kind of like where 
she's quite like sarcastic and funny but at the same time there's a real warmth to her of, of like yeah. you kind of get the kind of passion that she has for not just like comedy or whatever but like what she's doing and yeah yeah it really i think that um because i think she's in another movie with um the same director i don't know if it, it didn't look like it was very good but um i think they have some sort of relationship or and they yeah she i think she may have been in a short film as well so you kind of you get that from it that you know everyone's kind of there's a trust there as well yeah yeah it, fe- it feels it's just, it's just nice it's nice company she's great company you'd yeah. love to have a pint with her you know and just like hang out with her because she's just great but um yeah what was your least favorite thing i think david cross uh i think it is uh, yeah. more than anything because it's a uh, let me just put it this way if you put it in um my problem and i again it could be like a 24 thing thing uh, we're mm. doing like post me too but at the same time this shit hasn't changed and you're mm. making a comment is that when you put moments like that in film or mm. tv and the guy is just a complete creepo mm. it gives the opportunity for like guys that don't agree with like the don't to agree see, with them yeah to understand where people yeah. are coming from yeah of what it's like to be in that situation yeah but the thing is that because they pull him like so crazy mm. is that you have they it's played you, for laughs more yeah than, you had the defense yeah. that is like oh but like you see like we're not that creepy yeah. When we are making our moves, there it's okay, whatever. I think that it's more like when it's like the subtleness, the the yeah. the clear kind of like of even like why that guy's got to where he is because yeah. he's able to manipulate people. Yeah, like yeah. and also like having like if it, is, but he's also like a shitty manipulator because straight away you think he's bad business. Mm. But like if even you know before she gets in the car and when she gets to the apartment, then you realize that even if the same scene played out, yeah. it would have been slightly better because then you can understand why she went there. Yeah. Or maybe also like, you know, like you always want to take the argument of not all men. Yeah. When it's been, not play for laughs, but like you're like commenting on this as a, a real life scenario. Mm. And considering that like half the fucking population, both men and women, think that like... There's less nuance to the fucking argument that there is, you know, <laughs> because you can pretend to be nice and still be a fucking creepo. Yeah. And I think that's even creepier than somebody just getting naked and hopping in the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, because like what he does isn't creepy. It's just sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's played that he's just pathetic more than yeah. anything else. And it's, yeah. and it's like disturbing. It should have been yeah. like, I think if you're going there, yeah. fucking go there. Like, yeah. You know, and... But at the same time, it's like the the rest of the movie is able to to look past it. And again, in concept, I don't have an issue with the scene. It's just mm. like where everywhere else the execution is really again what's in the film. The execution is very well done. Yeah. But in this is the only part that is like I was kind of like nah. Mm. Even drunk, I was like nah. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, what was your least favorite thing? Probably the same um, as well. Because even when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, yeah, this scene just it just doesn't work. And um, probably like joy with that. And then also the fact of your man not being slightly more developed as well. Because the more I yeah. think about that now, the more I think of how good it could have been. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me as much maybe as the um, as that scene with your man. Yeah. But obviously, as well, like calling back Big Sick, uh, mm. I know that uh, both of them wrote the script. Yeah. But you see, like how Zoe Kazan is mm. like, like another person in yeah. the relationship. You know, like. Uh, yeah, even though she spends like most of the film in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like it, it works out because you miss her. Yeah. miss her presence in the movie yeah. so like you that understand word... why he's there yeah yeah well like here is kind of like yeah he's nice mm. and they have chemistry but at the same time mm. uh it's like i don't know like it could be like even she doesn't mention that he's like a bit of a boring doofus you know like what <laughs> i mean that is like it's just too but straight like kind of thing you know yeah yeah, I know what you mean. It, yeah, it feels like a missed opportunity because it wouldn't have taken an awful lot to fix that. Yeah. You know, because you have the actor. Like, he's great. You know, they're both great. It's going to work. Yeah. Just, just, well, a little yeah. bit of tweaking. Yeah. Uh, 
so next week's film is chosen by claire and orla as it is orla's birthday yes it's magic mike magic mike <laughs> which i haven't seen so, so high <laughs> i actually can't remember now if we're watching magic mike or magic mike xxl uh, but seeing as you haven't seen either we can make a decision so um stand by um <laughs> but like again i have no problem just wa- going straight into xxl if that is the decision well, you can do that but i, I do like, well we'll see we'll see i Channing Tatum um, <laughs> where can they find us Ricardo? you can find us on Facebook The Recommendation Game on Twitter at The Rec Game uh, Recommendation Game at gmail.com uh, the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud Dublin Digital Radio every Monday 11 to 12 and uh, SoundCloud iTunes and your podcast are of choice hey, cool well thank you for listening